And we're back. It's another Get In The Word Wednesday, and it's another Seat of the Table podcast. It's your boy, Lawrence Green, and I'm here with my awesome co-host once again, Brooke Majors, Michelle Nemo, and Dwayne Sampson. And it's another Get In The Word Wednesday where we talk about the word and we talk about the one we love. And if you don't love them, well, we hope one day you will. Um, today, Dwayne's going to be leading us um, for today's Get In The Word Wednesday. We're going to be talking about giving um, in reference to, you know, I know some of us be tight when it comes to our funds or giving love or giving our resources or giving our time. So um, Dwayne's going to enlighten us a little bit more about how to give the right way. All right, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, I I like uh, you know the Bible's um, explanation on giving, you know, uh, and Paul has a um, good explanation in, in in Corinthians, Second Corinthians actually. So we're probably going to dive into that. Um, but I know like a lot of people when it comes down to giving, especially being Christians, you know, they hear of you know just giving in the church, or giving ten percent, but there's actually more than just giving a um, a percentage. And Paul explains this really well, uh, so we're going to dive into that. So we're going to start off 2 Corinthians chapter 8, uh, start off in the beginning and we'll go from there. Sound good? Sounds, yeah. good. Sounds good. All right, cool people. All right, let's see. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, this is the ESV, uh, we'll start from the, in the beginning. Okay, it says, this is Paul, it says, we want you to know, brothers, by the grace of God that has been given among the churches of Macedonia for in a severe test of affliction, their abundance of joy in their extreme poverty have overflowed in, in a wealth of generosity on their part. So just just stopping there, I, I think that it's, uh, it's definitely something different when you see, <clears throat> this is a specific church in Macedonia, and he specifically says, in a severe test of affliction, their abundance of joy and extreme poverty so they have joy, an abundance of joy. At the same time, they're in extreme poverty. Mm-hmm. And that overflows in a wealth of generosity on their part. Mm-hmm. So it's actually, it's not, it's not something that you hear commonly. It's usually like, okay, they're, if they're broke, you know, they're, they probably don't have, they're probably not the, um, the happiest people. That's what people would automatically assume. Right. But also, if they're broke, how are they giving so gener- generously, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, people think that's crazy people think that's not possible uh so i mean we're gonna go a little bit more and uh get you know you guys thoughts as well on it okay okay it says for they gave according to their means right Mm -hmm. as i can testify and beyond their means of their own accord begging us earnestly for the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints and this not as we expected but they gave themselves first to the lord and then by the will of god to us so this also shows that okay in order for them to have a character of giving you know the character of giving generously with joy they first had to come to God before they can come to us right Mm -hmm. so a person in this context basically there there's another source that 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 they that they tap into first you know that that heart for giving that that desire to help that desire to help financially and the desire to um, also help in other areas, which you'll see um, later on, mm-hmm. stemmed from a, de- um, a desire for God first. And I don't know, what, what are you guys' thoughts on that? You know, the, just, just the whole context in the beginning. Um, I thought about when it says the wealth of generosity. 
Um, I remember I was watching, you know, my favorite show, mm-hmm. Yana Fix My Life. <laughs> and she was saying that wealth is in the mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can be rich, but wealth is in the mind. And so, you know, understanding that they didn't have, first of all, it says that they were in poverty, but they had fullness of joy. Joy is something that comes from the inside, no matter based off of any of the circumstances, um, I'm, I have joy. So I think their generosity wasn't out of because I have anything, but out of the peace of mind that they had mm-hmm. to understanding that, you know what, the li- even though I'm impoverished, the little that I do have, I'm going to give it knowing that I'm eventually I'm going to get it back. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trust in the fact that my, my joy isn't in what I have. But my joy is in the the feeling that I get when I give and when I spread this joy that I have and giving that. I think also to kind of tap it in is um, I think it's really beautiful the fact that this is something that's not tangible. Because like you said in the beginning, most people look at you like you're crazy. Oh, if you don't have money and you're broke, then you can't have joy, you know. And I think that um, obviously knowing that the scripture says like you know the joy of the lord is our strength so the fact that they were able to tap into the second source and giving themselves to god it's like when you're someone that is has like the the gift of giving mm-hmm. you know you know that it comes like from god because you're obviously making yourself available to the like to the lord to be like hey can i do this you know what's up and then you're used to help other people and it's the fact that it's it's something that no matter if it's monetary or if it's tangible mm-hmm. Even if it is that, you down on the inside know that what you have to give is not tangible. Yeah. And I feel like that's what draws people more because if Dwayne, if I saw Dwayne and Dwayne, you know, was in this poverty stricken state and had this joy, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't care about money or like something that I can actually physically touch. I'd be like, how does he have this? How does he have this? I want it. Mm-hmm. Like, but I can't physically touch it and get mm-hmm. it. And I feel like that's what's more valuable at the end of the day when you can give somebody joy or hope you know at the end of the day versus something that's going to perish at the end mm-hmm. um, I find it interesting how like they said that they were overflowed in abundance of joy while they were still in poverty and while they still being in poverty also had joy they overflowed in the wealth of generosity but then a couple of verses down it was it said but first they gave but they gave themselves first to the Lord mm-hmm. and then by the will of God to us. And I just find it interesting that how even though they were in poverty, extreme poverty, they still had joy. But that joy came from first giving themselves mm-hmm. to God and then through them giving themselves to God, he allowed that spirit of generosity to be given to the people or mm-hmm. to the saints of that town. And so I find that really interesting. And even five seconds, even before that verse, it says they recognized their means, mm-hmm. yeah. which means they yep. recognized where they were, mm-hmm. the position of where they were in. They recognized, okay, well, this is where I am with God. This is where I am in my relationship. This is what I have. This is the resources that I have. This is what I don't have. This is what I lack. And recognizing their means of what they had, then they can move forward and be like, okay, I can come to God. Mm-hmm. And then God is going to give me what I need so that... I mean, that's it. He's going to give me what I need so that I can always be in a place to be able to give to others. Yeah. But based off my means, yeah. I have to know myself to be able yeah, to give. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, we just give and we give yeah, and we yeah. give and we give until we burn ourselves mm-hmm. out because yeah. you, you never knew your means. You got yeah. to check in first yeah. with self. Mm-hmm. 
can I also say that after they recognized their means, verse 4 said, begging us earnestly for the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints. And if I'm not mistaken, when I was reading this, it made me think that they understood that the other saints in that town didn't have the joy that they had. And so it was like they were begging them, let me take favor in helping you to receive something that you don't have. Because even though Mm -hmm. we're in the same state, I recognize that you don't have something that I have. But first, it only came by giving themselves first to God. And through that, they said that... through that, they saw that the favor that they have is something that it, it can't be obtained with getting more mm-hmm. wealth mm-hmm. or getting more money or getting out of poverty. But it came being in poverty and then also receiving that joy and begging for other people to get that joy that they had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, exactly. Uh, circling back to, you know, the part where um, in verse 3 when it says they gave according to their means, you know. This ultimately shows that, you know, we ultimately have a choice, whether it be money, whether it be time, whether it be our efforts. We have the ability, because no matter what, you have the same amount of time as anyone else in a day. You have the ability to either use time, sacrifice some time in order to help others, whether it be like mm-hmm. money or financially mm-hmm. or, or with your efforts. And it shows that they gave according to the means and that they gave a little bit more. It says, uh, and and according to their means, as I can testify, and beyond their means. So yeah. we have the capability of going a little bit more, mm-hmm. but it's, are you willing to make that sacrifice? Do you really care or desire to provide financially, time-wise, effort-wise, mm-hmm. in order to help someone else? So it ultimately goes yeah. to that choice. Oh, I was going to add, you said, because my version, it says um, that beyond their power, they were willing of themselves. And I feel mm-hmm. like, like you said, you have to be willing to do something. No mm-hmm. one's going to force you to give, yep. you know? Yep. So it comes kind of within a selfless mindset to make that decision to just do it without expecting or whatever the case may be like you're doing it because you know that you this is the right to. thing to do and you want to and you're wholeheartedly you know you're wholeheartedly going to do effort no strings attached no, no attached no conditions and so i thought that was really cool cuz they just went to god and they was like all right let's get it you know <laughs> yep. yep they wanted to do it and that's actually what um is going to be mentioned um later on I think we can continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I'm going to start at verse 6. Accordingly, we urge Titus that as he ha- had started, so he should complete among you this act of grace. But as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, and in all earnestness, and in our love for you, see that you, that, that you excel in this act of grace also. So pretty much Paul's pretty much saying, okay, just as this leader I've given you is excelling in this act of grace, this act of giving, mm-hmm. you do it also. Don't just let it be something temporary. Continue to do it, right? Mm-hmm. And verse 8, he says, I say this not as a command, but to prove by the earnestness of others that your love also is genuine. Yeah. For you know that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich... Yet for your sake he became poor, so that you by his poverty might become rich. And in this matter, I gave my judgment. This benefits you, who a year ago started not only to do this work, but also desired to do it. And started it, um, 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 going off with that verse right there, when he says, a year ago you started to do this, but not only that, you desired to do it. So just like you said, it's not a matter of you doing it just because you you have to or, or it's your job but because you willingly want to mm-hmm. you guys desire to do this that's why you've been able to do it for this long even though you just came to god the reason why you're able to do this is because you desire it you earnestly desire it. it's genuine as mm-hmm. you mentioned a few verses prior to that so um let me see okay verse 11 so now 
finish doing it as well so that your readiness in desiring it may be matched by your completing it out of what you of what you have so he's saying now he's basically saying okay you have the desire to do it continue to do it so that your actions prove what you're what you claim you, you want to do right mm -hmm. and this actually goes back to you know people in general you know people you know literally have that desire to help and they're they're helping out of others show something different them backing up what they actually say mm -hmm. can actually make a difference because people say okay you're going to do this you say you're going to do this but i don't believe you're really going to do this you know mm -hmm. and that's uh something different you know that's something that that makes you as a christian different so what do you guys yeah. um, think about that so far one thing that really pops out to me is that <clears throat> when it's just like if you don't have a desire to give don't give like point blank don't give out of the grudgingness of your heart because then you're going to be in a place where well i gave you remember when i gave you this i remember when i did this for you and counting up actions to as a proof of you know your love or your joy or whatever it is that you have and i feel like but if you are a type of individual who says you know jesus christ is my lord and savior and i want to be christ-like you have to come to a place and remember and get lowly and remember what god gave and getting into a place of recognizing if I want to be like Christ, I need to be in a place that's giving. In a place of being able to recognize, showing some compassion and recognizing, first of all, my brothers and sisters' needs. Because mm -hmm. it was like, in the previous verse, it says a relief. You yeah. know, and just taking off that weight off of another person. Because we've all been in a place where we, we've had weights heavy on us. And it's just like God came and he released the weight that was off us. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like, and then there, even in, we're not just looking at Christ, but there's time periods where people have helped us yeah. in a place where we needed relief. And they came and removed that weight. So it, it sh it, we should have the same heart to do that for someone else. Mm -hmm. And I think going off what you're saying too, it's like, when we think about giving, I, I, I don't know if this is just me, but when we think about giving, the first thing is like money. Yeah. But I really think if we tapped into what you were saying earlier ourselves and knowing what our means were, you know, you could be you could be having the gift of giving in a monetary form. You could have the gift of giving in resources. You know, maybe I can't help you out financially, but I can help you get the steps to help you get on track and get an order or mm -hmm. counseling, yeah. you know, just giving you my time. And I think if we can't recognize our means to give, yeah. then we really will continue to have the same cycle of seeing our brothers and sisters in Christ or just people in the world suffering because we have not tapped into what we can give. So if they could give joy, let them give joy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you could give love, let me let, like give love. Yeah. But it, like you can't limit what God is giving you because if this is in you, let it like kind of like you said, let it show forth, let it yeah. bring action. And you should never be ashamed of that. Yeah. You know, and I think if we limit ourselves and if we hold ourselves back, we're going to continue to be at this place of suffering. Mm -hmm. Because like we say all the time in an earlier podcast, we each have something to give. Yes. But if we can't come to discovery of self-discovery and knowing by now what that at least that one thing that we do possess that we know we're strong in mm -hmm. and that we can give, you know, it's never it's never going to come to, uh, I guess, like, fruition? Is that the word? Yeah. Fruition? Yeah. That's the word. You know? And it's like, I think it's important because they, like you said in the beginning, they didn't give money. Mm -hmm. It was joy. Yeah. You know? It was themselves. Yeah. And the I feel like the issue is we don't want to give ourselves anymore because mm -hmm. everybody is so mine, mine, mine. I got this. My life. This is what I got to do. I got my own issues. But if you're willing to recognize what's in somebody else, mm -hmm. And accept what somebody else can give you an offer that you can't that you lack in, yeah. then we can get somewhere. 
but we don't want to think like this. These people were like, yo, let us come. If Michelle, she said, if she read it correctly, she was like, yo, let us come give joy. Mm-hmm. Let us give what they are lacking. But yeah. now we don't want it. It's, it's we're good. We can take mm-hmm. care of the burden by ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And again, giving is not just a monetary form. Yeah. It's accepting help. Yeah, let me give you that love. Let me give you that listening ear. Let me give mm-hmm. you that that hug, that advice mm-hmm. on how to start that business or yeah. whatever it is. And it's just like understanding. It's also come back to understanding the gifts that you have within you, like yeah. knowing yourself. Because mm-hmm. once you know, okay, this is what I have. Now I know how I can release yeah. in, yeah, in the way good. I can yeah. give. Like when the people go out to go help the people for the rescuing people, the hospital know what they need to do. The yeah. fire department know what they need to do. The police need to know what they do. Yeah. Everybody is on their particular assignment so they can bring relief to the people in yeah. the way that they can do it. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. What you're, what you're capable, overall, all this, what you're capable of doing all has to do with your means, right? Mm-hmm. So them recognizing their means, they had joy to give. Okay, someone else may have money to give. And literally, um, if you look at verse 12, that's where we continue off. It says, for if the readiness is there, it is acceptable according to what a person has, not according to what he does not have, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, if you're capable of this thing, you mm-hmm. have an overabundance of joy like they have, someone else may have other type of resources, then that is what you're capable of giving. Don't try to give what you don't have. Don't try to give it up. So we, <laughs> I mean, and that, can, that can be in all types of categories. It can be yeah. financially, it can be yeah. certain... It could be spirituality. It's like, yeah. okay, don't try to do something. Mm-hmm. Trying to prophesy. You ain't yeah. no prophet. <laughs> okay. Exactly. I mean, it's a matter of knowing your means, knowing yourself, and be, being able to realize, okay, this is who I am. This is what I'm capable of getting. giving. Yeah. God's giving me this gift, right? And then I want to hit when it talks about the faith and the speech and the knowledge and the earnestness and moving in love. And, like, it's kind of like faith is that gift to know, okay, I understand like the faith to just the act to move yeah even if even if it doesn't seem like it's possible because see they were able to give in a place that didn't seem like it was possible mm-hmm. and being like having that faith to move and trust god mm-hmm. and then speech being able to say yes i can or no i can yeah, yeah. i think we got to be able to learn yeah. to say yeah. Yeah, yes and learn how to say no yeah. when you can't do it just say baby i, I can't can. do it yeah. i love you but i just can't believe you in that area yeah i can't and then it's just like to know, know what, know what I have in my arsenal, know what I can give, know mm-hmm. what is what what you what you know and what you need. Because sometimes we be trying to give folks stuff and they don't need it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then earnest about being quick about it, mm-hmm. like when you see it, handle it. Mm-hmm. Like so how many times we've seen our brothers and sisters suffering and we ain't say nothing. Mm-hmm. And then when it, and then when they blow up, it's like, oh, I knew I should have said something. Yeah. <laughs> Where was you at? <laughs> Where was you at? <laughs> And that that's literally just taking your talents and burying it, yeah. to be honest. True. But then crying to God like you don't know what I don't know what to do. Yeah. I gave you something to do when I showed you your brother and sister that needed relief. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like show and then that's all inbounding in love. And he's just like, all that together is the act of grace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he said, excel in it. Yeah. Like excel in what your means are. I think if you don't excel in it. Or if you don't recognize that you're literally abundant in wealth of generosity mm-hmm. with whatever, you know, act or whatever grace that is given to you, I think you really do a disservice to people mm-hmm. and you do a disservice to God and what he has put inside of you because you're literally flowing in an abundance of generosity that is supposed to be given out so that you can 
flow in grace so that you can flow in love and in mm-hmm. speech and in knowledge and in all of that it's supposed to um flow in excellence you know so yeah. that you can actually be mature in what um whatever gift god gave you yeah and so if you don't do it i think it's disobedient in mm-hmm. a way yeah and it's a disservice to your own self mm-hmm. yeah like, you're not fully walking in your full purpose. Mm-hmm. You're only moving in just the half of the ability of what you can do. When there's more you can do, being the full, your full self. And another thing I wanted to hit was when it talked about how Jesus became poor so that we could become rich. And mm-hmm. I remember when we were um, in our study group that we were reading the um, Regeneration and um, uh, Justification book. And how it talked about how Jesus not only, he didn't just pay our debts. Mm-hmm. But he gave us riches. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't just put us at zero and then just expected us, okay, now go and figure out how to make this money. Yeah. No, he, he, he paid our debt, gave us funds so that now we can move in a way so that we don't, we don't, we don't never have to worry about going back to that place. Yeah. And I feel like that's how we should give over an abundance. Because then now, now it wasn't, he didn't just give them joy. They give them an abundance yeah, of joy. joy. So yeah. it's not just I give you joy mm-hmm. or I give you this. I give you enough so that now you can stand on your own. And I, I think it's, I, I, before you go back to Wayne, I think it's a difference because, too, when, you, when we're the focal point and when God's the focal point. Because when you do something, you're looking at it as God's people, mm-hmm. not as Brooke. Yeah. You know? So if I put me at the, the focal point and how will I lose or what can I gain or what can I benefit that's why I don't move in the abundance mm-hmm. you know that's why I don't move in that excelling of grace because now I'm like am I going to get this back mm, I don't know what it's going to look like when I know if I'm already at my means of this particular gift why am I concerned about what I'm going to gain or what I'm going to lose when God's already going to give it back because that's already what gift I'm already like mm-hmm. qualified in oh, you, yeah. know, you know what I'm saying yeah. so it's like why am I counting the cost of it when he's going to replenish it because he knows, I know particularly you're skilled in this area. This is something I graced you in. Mm-hmm. Why are you still worried about it if you're going to get the finances back? Yep. Mm-hmm. I graced you already from the jump. Yeah. So just give. Don't focus on you. Focus on me. This is me and this is my love. And then just know it may not come next day, next week. But just know you may get that replenishing, you know, abounding more in, in like another week, a year, whatever the case may be. But if we focus on it, that's why we can never go forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you focus on God in it, then you will understand that he deserves it. Mm, he come deserves on. It. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I'm sorry. You deserve <laughs> it. <laughs> like, there's no, if you focus on you, the person, the individual, like, there's going to be so many thoughts that are going to come in your mind to make you feel as if, like, you shouldn't do it. Yeah. Like, look at this. Look at this that you're doing. You're not great in it. Look at this mm-hmm. person that's doing it better. But if you focus on God getting the glory, how much he has, like, giving you like opportunity after opportunity to show mm-hmm. case whatever generosity he has put it in you it's like i can't just hold it anymore yeah you know? mm-hmm. especially when you know you have it to give i can mm-hmm. understand if you just didn't have it mm-hmm. it's like you just it's really knowing the difference like it really does go back to that means like that's really sticking with me out of this whole bible study is like really knowing what mm-hmm. you have to give mm-hmm. because we be trying to give stuff that we just don't have to give mm-hmm. And then wondering why we why we need relief. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get relief. Why well, our cup is empty. <laughs> right. Try. <laughs> Trying to pour stuff for me. You ain't even got that. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think that um, going, looking at it from the perspective, you know, of it, of it being God's people, looking at God's people, yeah. looking at what God, 
wants to do as a whole. God's purpose within each person is perfect in his will. Um, his will is perfect. His, he, he places things in all of us for us to work together. Now it's up to us to, to implement it. That's why they have Paul and Titus and these leaders telling them, okay, you have this ability, you have this abundance in this area, work together, you know, engineer this so that we can work it together um, all as a unit. And so um, uh, going from verse 13 to 16, it says, for I do not mean that others should be eased and you burdened, but that as a matter of fairness, your abundance at the present time should supply their need so that their abundance may supply your need, that there may be fairness as it is written. Whoever gathered much had nothing left over, and whoever gathered little had no lack. So all in all, when it comes down to this abundance of giving, God wants us to operate as a unit, as a whole, mm-hmm. as one body that helps each other out. There should be no lack. These people, they, they gather little, they still have no, they have no lack. You gather a lot, you can provide for their needs, mm-hmm. and they provide for yours when it's time. Mm-hmm. And that's how we're supposed to operate as a whole throughout the rest of our whole Christian walk in our life. And that's how the church should be operating. This is different. This is an example that... Uh, God wants us to set and he's put leaders before us. He's given us examples in the Bible. Now it's just a matter of us literally implementing it, engineering it, and presenting this example for others to see as well. Yeah. Amen. I like the balance in it. The the balance of there should never be a time where you're operating extra. It kind of brings back to like when the children of Israel were in the um the wilderness and he was just like, Only get enough man of that what you need. Yeah. Okay. Don't mm-hmm. don't be trying to bring extra because I'm gonna provide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To have enough faith to know that I'm gonna provide for the next day. And then just it's kinda like the weak covering the strong, the strong covering the weak. Mm-hmm. Even like today at CrossFit I was working with this guy and he I could he was stronger than me. But it was just like we were yet working together in the group with the different exercises that we had mm-hmm. to do with one another. And in my weakness, it was just like he was able to cover. Mm-hmm. And then so it was just like at the end of the workout, I felt good. I was just like, wow, thank you for really pushing me, yeah. you know, today, da, da, da. And he was like, yo, I really felt good because the way you helped me break yeah. it up uh-huh. and to, to, to take, pace myself and to take my time. Like, I mm-hmm. feel good. We was both sweating and having a good old time. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what Paul is trying to uh, get people to understand is just like, if you got it, give it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you don't got it, don't worry about it. Know that it's going to be covered. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, too, because in that, if you know what you have in your means, then you can't be abused. Yeah. Because I feel like the problem is some of us, you know, we've gone through things, trial and error, where we've had it, but then we didn't know the limit, the limitation I have on it. So then we got mm-hmm. abused, and then we're feeling butthurt. Now I never want to give again in this area of time, advice, counseling, mm-hmm. money, because I don't want to hear nobody, Like because we get abused, and I feel like, Again, like we've been saying from the jump, knowing your your means, the level, the limitation, then it's, you can't be fooled. Mm-hmm. Because God has already shared and you already know this is what I'm good in and I don't lack in it. I'm very well at what I do. Mm, hello. <laughs> but I'm not going to let you come and boo-boo to fool me. That's yeah. the difference. And again, what you're saying about um, in speech, say no. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where he gives us discernment to know, okay, don't waste your time. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some things just because it's God, like there's some things that he will not have you ignorant to. And I feel like based on wisdom and based on judgment, mm-hmm. you know, you can't just roll up and be like, hey, homie, a whole crack. You know what I'm saying? Like, you That's just so can't mean. have, you know, something where you're going to be fooled and be like, oh, I got to give because it's the Lord. Like, no, mm-hmm. you don't. This is an area that you don't need to give in. And, yeah. you can, and you know, just a budget and then you can give it to something better, you know. So, yeah. And even if you do take an L. Yeah. Like, 
What's the harm in like taking the L? Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus takes a whole bunch of L's with us. Yeah. When we say we're going to do this and we say we're going to do this and we make all these promises to God and God know we telling the dad going to lie. <laughs> but he continues to give, yeah. continues to give yeah. that grace. And so it's just like, you know, he says he reigns on the just as well as the mm-hmm. unjust. Yeah. You know, he just, you know, he's always giving no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I mean, he... <laughs> He full of abundance. I don't think (laughs) there ain't nothing that God ain't lacking in. But it's just like we gotta be. If He's in us, then we have to recognize. Okay, recognize. Okay, this is what I have. This is what I can give. Yeah. And uh, I think this was a really good lesson to really just like really because I just be I don't know what I've been doing, but it was just like I really just did not take the time to be like recognize. Okay, what do I have to Mm -hmm. give? A. Yeah. And then B how to give it how to bring that relief recognizing yeah. the read and those different things so good lesson today to one yeah thanks yeah. this is good I'm about to go home and write me a list <laughs> what do I what, what am I, I good at hey, just know anytime I'm <laughs> like, just know I ain't got it I don't like but I ain't gonna reference the rain oh my goodness well this has been another podcast another getting in the word Wednesday um, we hope that you're learning to love him just a little bit more um, I'm here. This is your boy Lawrence Green, and I'm here with my awesome co-host Brooke Majors, Tia, Michelle Nemo, Peace. and Dwayne Sampson. <laughs> Join us this Friday as we talk about is the church homophobic? All right, guys, have a great Wednesday. We'll see you Friday. Bye. Bye. Boy.